It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. How much credit card debt are Americans dealing with? Why is it piling up? And what can you do about it? We'll answer all of these questions and more on this edition of Getting Schooled. I'm Abby Hornacek. Tis the season for giving, which also means the season for spending. But before you reach for your credit card, be careful about what you buy. According to a recent report from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, American consumers now owe over $1 trillion on their credit cards. That's a trillion, by the way, with a T. So how is record-breaking debt going to impact consumers this holiday season? Who's being hit the hardest? And how should people be managing their debt? Well, here to help break it all down and provide some financial advice is Fox Business's very own Jerry Willis. And Jerry joins me now. Hi, Jerry. You're the best. Oh, so happy to be with you. Oh, okay. We were just talking. This topic is, it it might not seem exciting to people, but it's one that people need. Oh, wow. And, you know, you you got to beat this credit card debt, right? We're going to talk about credit card debt. I'm kind of showing our hand here. And it's at a historic high in this country, a historic high over a trillion dollars. It's that never crazy. been. It's never been over a trillion dollars. It's now <laughs> over a trillion dollars. It is the monkey on the back of so many consumers. That is a lot of money, Jerry. <laughs> How did we get here? I guess. Well, let's start just um, so the listeners know exactly what we're talking about. Uh, what's the number one way credit card debt? sneaks up on consumers? Well, you know, when you interview people, they say, oh, it was an emergency. Oh, I had to spend that money. But in mm. reality, a lot of people just don't keep track of what they're spending on their credit cards. And it gets out of hand. It gets out of hand even more quickly today than ever because the average credit card interest rate is 20 percent, 20 percent, which is yeah. You know, only a couple of years ago, we were talking about 16 percent, 15 percent. Now it's a 20. That is onerous. And look, I, I, I want you to really sit back and think about what you're talking about when you're talking about interest rate of 20 percent. So, Abby, have you heard of the rule of 72? I have. But bring us through it. So essentially, this is how long it will take your money to double. And the idea is whether it's debt or an investment, given a specific rate of interest, how long will it take that money to double? So you're paying that 20%, 72 divided by 20%, your money, your debt is going to double in three and a half years unless you're working super hard to make it happen. You've got to pay it down. How, how do you even do that? I, I, I want to get into who's being hit the hardest because I'm a millennial, Jerry, and I look around at all my friends and they're taking these crazy trips. And I'm like, how are you doing this? Are you just living in credit card debt? You're buying this present for yourself and then you're treating yourself to a vacation to Bora Bora. What is going on? Well, the average level of debt in this country is $7,000. It's a little over that. If you are rolling over credit card debt, the average credit card debt in this nation is $7,000. 
And I have to tell you, every generation is being hit, particularly young people. But I just read an article that people in retirement have more credit card debt than ever. So Mm. it is a problem for absolutely everyone. And look, I'm not against credit card debt. I'm having it carrying a credit card. Uh, I don't think you should roll it over. But in this country, you almost have to have a credit card to exist. If you want to travel, you want to get a hotel room, you want to buy an airplane ticket, you want to have a kid, you want to buy a house, you need a credit card to establish credit. 750, 850, those are great scores for credit card. What the world thinks of you as a borrower. It's critical to have that information out in the marketplace so that you pay the lowest rates of interest possible. You're a good credit history guess what? You get a lower rate than somebody who has a lousy credit history. But Mm. like you, I see all these young people doing these like elaborate trips and buying all these clothes. And I think it's so easy once your credit card debt gets sort of out of control to think, well, another $500, whatever. It's just a number. (laughs) It's a number. And I'm not going to buy that house anyway. And I'm going to put my whole life on hold so I can have fun right now. All right, we've got to step aside for a quick recess, but we'll be back right after this. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. I mean, it's crazy. And and to your point where you kind of need a credit card to establish that credit, I, I went to Charleston with my mom a few years ago, and we stayed at this little inn. And it was this run by these two older women, two sisters, and we had to pay via check. And I was like, I wish that we could just get back to the days where we could pay by check, sit on the porch and just sip a nice cup of tea. <laughs> and, you know, it's but now it's, you can just swipe it and, and it does. It gets out of control and, because well, you don't see the physical money. Let's talk about how to do this. I mean, if you're dedicated to paying with plastic, use a debit card and pay it immediately. You know, it mm. doesn't have to be a credit card. You could use a debit card. You could use cash. Uh, look, this idea that flashing, you know, like a super expensive card is a good idea is not a good idea. Mm-hmm. You really look, we were talking about the rule of 72 that it would take, you know, your money, your debt would double in 3.5 uh, years. On the opposite side, your money would double if it was an investment and you were being paid 20% on it. Think about that. I think that's the big thing to get in your head. You can either be paying yourself or you can be paying somebody else. Which of those two things do you want to do? I would like to be paying myself, Jerry. Yes. (laughs) I would like people to be paying me as well. (laughs) Right. Perfect. I mean, I look... It's about control. And, you know, I think we should talk a little bit about the emotional side of this, right? Yeah. Because when your credit card debt starts creeping up, I don't know about you. I've had this problem in the past many years ago where I had credit card debt that was out the wazoo. Horrible, horrible. You get anxious. Mm -hmm. You know, you make bad decisions. You know, your tummy's upset. You have headaches. I mean, there are a lot of things. I mean, people get very anxious over this and for good reason. Um, And when you you get married, I'm not married, but yet, but when you get married and and you're dealing with that debt, I mean, that can be really hard on couples as well. Well, and so this argues for having that conversation 
with your intended as soon as possible to get your arms around their attitudes towards money. You know, how do they handle their money? When you're out and about, are they like, oh, you know, have five more drinks. Let's put everybody in the whole bar. Let's buy them. You're like, how do they handle, <laughs> how do they handle their money? Right. I mean, I know it sounds bad, but I can tell you, Abby, listen to this. I have one close friend who the day after the wedding found out that the woman he had just married had over $100,000 worth of credit card oh, debt. No. And he had no idea going into it. I mean, imagine that. I mean, that's not a live place you want to live. And then you marry someone who's not. That's a bummer. It's more than that. It's the rest <laughs> of your life, right? Yeah. Oh, my it's God. It's true. So if, if any of our listeners are experiencing credit card debt right now, what steps should they take, Jerry? Well, there are a few things you can think about doing. I mean, obviously, you want to pay it down as quickly as you can. But if, you're, if you've got a 20% card, think about finding one of these zero-down transfer cards. You can go to a website like Bankrate. That's one place I go sometimes to find out what offers are out there for credit cards. Uh, you roll over your debt to that credit card, and for maybe 20 months, 21 months, there is no interest, none. So mm. you stop the clock on the interest, you pay that down as quickly as you can, and then often you have to think about getting out of that card immediately because the interest rate, when it does set in, will be very high. And you need right. to read all the particulars about the card to make sure you're getting a good one. But that's a really great thing to do. You know, people get a side hustle. They sell stuff they don't need. I think your generation is really great about being creative about some of these things. Mm. You know, you're not guaranteed a world where you can charge everything you want, right? I mean, look, I mean, especially now with the possibility that we could have recession on the horizon, you know, you want to make sure you've got everything lined up. You want to make sure you don't have debt. You want to make sure you can, you know, you've got some emergency money set aside in case something bad happens. Just prepare a little bit. And the beauty of that, it you will relax. When you know you have your money in hand and you know it's working for you and not for somebody else, you'll be able to relax Take a breath and and really feel good about yourself. You know, it builds yeah. your own sense of self and self-worth. I, I, I think, you know, look, I was never that good at it for a long time. And then one day it was like, okay, this this world has got to change. And ever <laughs> since, I mean, you, you just feel differently uh, about what you're doing. You can focus on other stuff you really need to focus on instead of being worried in the back of your mind about your debt. Absolutely. Um, that is kind of tough to do right now during the holiday season. Oh, <laughs> what would you let's tell talk people? about that. Yeah. Let's talk <laughs> about that. So I'm horrible about this. I want to go and buy everything right for yeah. everybody. And I always feel like this is a time of year to, to really give people a sense of how much I value them in my life. You can do that without breaking the bank. You don't have to buy every last thing. And I find that in my life, what I really like to get from people is something that is really personal, something they've made themselves, something that shows that they listen to me and they understand what I'm interested in and what really is fun for me to do. You know what I mean? Like it could be as simple as a book or a pen or, you know, like nothing elaborate, just things that you know I, I'm interested in and would be fun for me to understand. You know I'm going to Spain on vacation in, in May uh, to celebrate my anniversary with my husband. You give me a book on travel in Spain. 
what is that, 16 bucks? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that is the way to think about gift giving. Not something elaborate, not something pricey this year, but something that says, I care about you. Which are better gifts anyway. I'd yeah. so much rather have someone put a thought into something and get me, a, a, you know, even a card and notice something about yes. me that that I need. That's I'm I'm very pro homemade gifts, Jerry. I love that whole idea. What do you make? I well, you know, my family every year we. It, it depends. I always, um, I, I, last year I got my mom and this is cause I didn't want to spend money. So don't, shh, don't tell her. Um, but I got this, uh, this notebook and she, we always say she has the best advice. We call them her momisms. And Aww. so I, I, tr- for like a year, I wrote down every single momism that I could think of. And then I hand wrote them all in a book. And I was like, this is, you know, the impacts that you've had on my life. But oh, Abby, that's beautiful. I bet she well, loves Jerry, I just that. didn't want to spend money. <laughs> <laughs> that's I think that's a great gift. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Doing something that shows people that you care and that you listen to them and you value them. I mean, what is better than that? Right. I and agree. don't say diamonds. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> We don't need that. We don't need diamonds. You know, well, you, know you do sometimes. But the reality is that, you know, look, when you're your family, the people who are closest to you, they're not expecting some elaborate nonsense, right? Mm-mm. They just want to know that, that you love them. And there are right. easy ways to show that, you know, taking your grandmother somewhere special, You know, just getting in the car with her and going somewhere and spending time together. You know, when I think about what I want to do with my nieces and nephews, I just want to spend time with them. I just want to talk to them. That's my real goal. Time is the best gift you can give. I think so, too. Also, I need to tell my listeners, this is how amazing Jerry is. I'll never forget the gift you gave me. We were walking down the hall and you're like, wait, I have something. And you gave me a couple of your your dresses that I could wear. (laughs) And I have worn those like 18 times. (laughs) And every time I put it on, I think of you because that was so sweet. And is that a cheap gift? I paid not a cent for that. How smart am I? How smart (laughs) am I? (laughs) Well, it it made my heart happy. So, you know, you're sweetie. You're sweetie. Uh, I love seeing you around. All right. We've got to step aside for a quick recess, but we'll be back right after this. What what advice would you give anyone applying for their first credit card? Well, I mean, typically you don't even apply for a first credit card. You get all these offers in the mail, right? You just feel like they come in like a wave. (laughs) But I would say it might be smarter to actually go out and shop the card you want. There are a number of websites that rank them that, you know, uh, tell you, you know, the, the various, you want to look for, you know, what the interest rate is. Obviously, that's critical. What their penalties are. You need to understand how they work and go for something that pays you back, right? You want to get some money in return for the money that you spend. Not that it ends up being a lot of money, but it's something. So go find the best deal. Don't just take something that lands in your mailbox. That would be my advice. Yeah, that's good advice because you have to look at the points too and what you do. I mean, if you have a credit card that rewards you for travel and you travel a lot, then, you know, that's a good card. Um, If you eat out a lot, it really depends. Right, exactly. So tailor that card to you. Make sure it's not... You're not paying too much for it, for the privilege, and then use it sparingly. I mean, you want to build, if you're young, you want to build up that credit score, get it as pristine as possible. Because at the end of the day, this, you know, your credit score is your 
reality. It's your driver's license for banks and for uh, credit card operators and for, you know, the people at Macy's and, the you know, everywhere you go, the Walmart, they're going to know you by your credit score. So you have to get that number to a level that makes sense. Mm-hmm. What about apps like Klarna or Afterpay? Are they beneficial or detrimental, do you think, when it comes to making payments? I really think I do it the old fashioned way, right? Yeah, I mean, me I, I just I'd rather have the personal relationship with the the lender to understand what's going on and manage it myself. And right. let me tell you, if you're managing your credit card wisely, it's not like you're talking to them all the time because you're paying it off every month, right? Mm. So mm-hmm. you're never seeing You're never getting those big charges. You're never seeing those big fees. What I would say is automate a payment uh, with your bank so that you have something going to that card all the time and you never miss a deadline because that is a pain in the butt. Then you're getting like a $35, $50 fee for being late and they push up your interest rate. So avoid that at all costs. Automate your payment. Make sure you've got a good card. And again, I'm not anti-card. I am not anti-credit card. I think they are a powerful tool, but it is the AK-47 of your wallet, okay? This is powerful, powerful. It can help you or it can hurt you. It's up to how you use it and manage it. Right. Um, Yeah, I'm a huge fan of the automated payments, but I do think it's important to check those every once in a while because (laughs) you think, oh, I've I've been doing this for a while. I wonder if it's still paying. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Well, and like, you know, a monthly check with, you know, your online with your bank account. I mean, I have a I I watch my app. You just look in on your app and see. I mean, the, the important thing is, I think and this is a whole other topic, is what are you paying for with that credit card? Because we're all online, we're all buying things digitally. And Mm -hmm. okay, what was it, two weeks ago, I'm looking at my monthly bill from from one of my credit cards, and they said I had a $140 charge for uh, an app I haven't used in probably 10 years. What? And I was like- Did you get that figured out, Jerry? Oh, They want me to write a letter. They want me to, I mean. Oh, man. It's, so you've got to watch what you're being charged for and make sure, A, it's yours, and B, it's something you're actually using. I mean, this is a great great January project. Sit down, okay, what did I pay for that I can get rid of now? Mm. Well, I'm going to come to your office and and maybe we can go through my expenses and you can give me some advice, Jerry. Because you have so much time on your hands. Oh, well, you know, we could we could uh, supplement that with a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, you know, uh, whatever I'll it bring takes, the wine. whatever it takes. <laughs> Jerry, you are the best. Thank you so much for joining me. I can't wait to see you around. You're one of my favorite people ever. Aww, um, and sweet. I know the listeners love you, too. So I appreciate it. I know that you need to go because you have some hits coming up on the channel. But uh, thank you for stopping by. Thank you, Abby. Great to talk with you, as always, girl. Have a happy, merry Christmas and holiday season. All right, if you miss anything from class, these are my office hours, and here are some top takeaways about credit card debt. Number one. 
For anyone who's interested in their first credit card right now, Jerry emphasizes to do your research. Look up the points, penalties, and interest rates associated with the card and shop for the one that's right for you. Number two, credit card debt is something that affects a lot of people. Jerry says the average credit card debt is around $7,000. She noted that while the younger generation is getting hit pretty hard, it's that same generation that has the creativity to make the money in other ways like selling clothes and getting a side hustle to get themselves out of that debt. And number three, Jerry says the economy is tough right now and it's always a good idea to prepare for a possible recession, which is a bit hard to do during the holiday season. But she gives the advice that you don't always need to spend a ton of money on a gift. Maybe go the thoughtful route instead, because let's face it, those are the best gifts anyway. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast on credit card debt. For more podcasts, you can go to foxnewspodcast.com and don't forget to subscribe to this one on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen and leave us a review. This has been Getting Schooled with Abby Hornacek on the Fox News Podcast Network. Class dismissed. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Cudlow on Fox Business is now on the go for podcast fans. Get key interviews with the biggest business newsmakers of the day. The Cudlow Podcast will be available on the go after the show every weekday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.